0: He brought America prosperity and peace, and the elites in this country continue to detest him. They revile him. All that peace and prosperity, they just can't tolerate it, can they? Yet two people, two parasites, two miserable freeloaders come here, create racial strife, by the way, wherever they go, and the same elites, they embrace them, they hail them, they give them phony awards for breaking barriers. Yes, the Kennedys are giving them an award. Get a load of this one. Uh, the Robert F. Kennedy's daughter has revealed she'll honor Prince Harry and Meghan for their heroic stance against the structural racism of the royal family at a New York City gala at her father's Otter. Can a family have, by the way, structural racism? I mean, isn't your family your family? All right. I mean, do they have to apologize for being white? I mean, what? So it, it is rich, by the way, that Harry, Harry is the one who's caused all this trouble and his wife. Because Harry, he shouldn't be talking to anybody about race and he shouldn't be getting any awards. Am I the only one in the world who remembers when he got caught in that Nazi outfit? Who goes to a costume party wearing a swastika? Well, Harry did, and it was noted by the international media, at least the British media. Uh, everybody else kind of shrugged their shoulders and then moved on. I guess that's fine. But I remember this, and it's just kind of ironic that he's getting an award now. Uh, ooh, Take a look at this, please.
1: The fallout over Prince Harry's Nazi costume now has 25 European countries considering a total ban on all Nazi symbols. The scandal erupted last week over photos of Prince Harry, third in line to the British throne, wearing a Nazi outfit at a costume party.
0: Uh, And also, he's got a little bit of sexism in his past as well.
1: Now, a fairy
2: tale romance with Prince Harry of Wales, aka a Harry situation. Prince Harry was in Sin City this weekend.
1: It happened in Vegas. Britain's Prince Harry photographed here in the nude after a reported game of strip pool in Las Vegas this past weekend. All
0: right, blowing off some steam, whatever. People go to Vegas, but Harry's been seen on camera using highly racist terms. So we got the swastika, we got the whatever happened in Vegas. I guess it stays there. But when he was on active duty in the British military, he was caught on camera using horrific racist terms. That was a big story. Everybody, I guess, has forgotten about it. I do remember it. And quite frankly, I cut him some slack because he was in a war zone when it happened. But It was noticed and written about, and I guess now everybody, yeah, Prince Harry faces racism inquiry over footage of Paki remark, Um, but now he's he's lecturing us. He's lecturing America on how to behave, and he's doing it from the United Nations.
2: The few weaponizing lies and disinformation at the expense of the many, and from the horrific war in Ukraine to the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States— we are witnessing a global assault on democracy and freedom. <laughs>
0: Just really, uh, how, how concerned could he be about those things if he's wearing a swastika? He was old enough to know better. And he's hanging out with Barack Obama. Again, if you're from the left, they, they did a podcast together. You can get away with all this stuff. If you're Donald Trump, who has done none of these things, none of these things, other than being a good president, uh, bringing on peace and prosperity, Somebody shows up at your house who uh, made a tweet four months ago. You're somehow canceled. Just remember, Donald Trump wanted to help Kanye West. Yes, Kanye West is still in the news. So I help a seriously troubled man who happens to be black, Kanye West, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everything else. He wanted to help him. And Kanye asked for the help. And Kanye needs help. This is mental illness. I see, I, th- I see good things about Hitler. This guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? All right, it's obviously a disgusting comment And it's being condemned. But at one point, when do we say this man is suffering from mental illness? And I've been hearing so much about mental illness awareness, and we should remove the stigma. Uh, This comment was rightly condemned. Uh, Let's see. the, 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 The Republican Jewish coalition, given his praise of Hitler, it can't be overstated that Kanye West is a vile, repellent bigot who has targeted the Jewish community with threats. And Nazi-style defamation. And he clearly has mental issues, though. Take a look at that. That's on the, what show is that? The Alex Jones show. And he shows up with a great big stocking on his head for some reason. I guess everybody forgot this. Almost a year ago, Kanye West was diagnosed as bipolar. What can bipolar do? Well, according to the American Psychiatric Association, it can bring on dramatic shifts in a person's mood, energy, and ability to think clearly. Um, It goes on. There are all kinds of of issues associated with this. And it's a real thing. It's really happening to him. Um, Kim Kardashian, are they divorced yet? She asked for sympathy. She asked for treatment. As many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. And I believe she asked for, yeah, I kindly ask that the media and public give us the compassion and empathy that is needed so we can get through this um, this matter. Where is the empathy? Where is the compassion? I condemn totally, we all should, anti-Semitism. But we also have to treat, we have to treat uh, mental illness. And back to Harry and Meghan, this was their pet cause. I mean, this is one of their, you know excuses to get on tv quite frankly
2: we all know what the british press can be like and it was destroying my mental health i was like this is toxic we all have greatness within us mental fitness helps us unlock it it's an ongoing practice one where you approach your mind as something to flex not fix the key message here today is that Everyone can suffer from uh, from mental health. What words have you heard around mental health? Crazy. Lost it. Can't keep it together. To make that decision to receive help is not a sign of weakness. In today's world, more than ever, it is a sign of strength.
0: Okay. I saw that series, by the way. Not well done. You know what I thought each of them could benefit from? a relationship with God that was not discussed. <laughs> Nobody discussed it. It was just talk about your feelings. Say you have a mental illness and talk about it. And there's probably some benefit in that, but I think there's greater benefit somewhere else, don't you? Meanwhile, these vain people go around celebrating themselves and, again, create strife wherever they go. This is in October, by the way. Just take a look at how into this photo shoot she is. Don't we have enough pictures of Megan at this point? I mean, just... I, I, I don't know. And there's a movie, a movie coming out. Again, I think they both have some explaining to do when it comes to issues of race and uh, tolerance. I mean, I still can't forget that swastika, but they are still the it couple, according to, uh, well, Hollywood, Washington, uh, you know, our rulers.
1: No one sees what's happening behind closed doors.
2: Everything I could to protect my family. When the stakes are this high, doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us?
0: They're milking it. They are just milking it. I don't think they have anything to say, but they got like $100 million from Netflix. They got to come up with something. In the meanwhile, because Kanye West showed up and said some horrible things. They're trying to take it out on Trump. They're trying to take it out on Trump. Maybe, just maybe this will, will be able to take Trump out over this. Remember, they tried to take him out the very first day of his campaign. When he came down the escalator, they say he said something uh, incorrectly about the border. Uh, he'll never make it. We know what happened. Oh, and just before the election, who remembers the Access Hollywood situation? He came back, Right. That did not stop him. He came back in a big way. He won. And then four years later, he got 74 million votes, more than any sitting president in history. All right. Final word, I hope, on Kanye West. This this isn't a problem for Trump. And of course, we condemn anti-Semitism. But I'm not going to condemn Kanye at this point because he is a sick person and he desperately needs help, there is the possibility also that this is like a suicide by cop situation, that he wants to destroy himself, and he knows this is a way to do it. I think he needs help. And who, who would have thunk it that uh, I'm like the only person in media saying that this guy needs some compassion at this point. He does. It's too easy to jump on the bandwagon, and I won't do it. I'll be right back. In America, if you own a home, it's yours, right? And if you want to rent it out, well, you have the ability to screen who lives there. You can do a background check, of course, a credit check. You may want to know whether the person who moves into your home is a criminal or an ex-criminal, has a record, right? Not in New York City, potentially very, very soon. A new proposal, a New York City bill will deny landlords the ability to conduct background checks on potential tenants. Now, it's just a bill right now, but 30 of 51 city council members support it. It looks like the Speaker of the City Council is ready to support it. City Council, by the way, oh boy, there are some strange cats in this uh, in this group. And uh, the strangest cat of them all is Eric Adams, uh, completely devoid of ability and, I believe, integrity. And he's acting like he's the emperor when barely anybody voted for him. Take a look at this. Eight million people live in New York City. This is a big city. I think it's still the most populous city in America. Eight million. Look at the way he carries himself, huh? Is he the emperor of New York City or the mayor? A mayor with four million votes? No. (laughs) Barely anybody voted for him. Take a look at these vote totals. On the last day of school in June of 2021... He got 3.16% of New York's population voted for him. 30% of Democrats for a total of 289,000 votes in a city of 8 million. And presto changeo, a guy like this is the mayor of the city. And uh, although he doesn't seem to like New York all that much, he's right now in Greece, or is he at the World Cup? Uh, He did stop off in Greece to learn about anti-Semitism prevention.
1: You
2: would take a frog and put it in a pot of hot water and it would jump out right away. But if you took that same frog and you place it in cool water and turned up the temperature just slightly, it would stay there until it, it boils itself to death. That is where we are right now with anti-Semitism.
0: Wow, a rich and telling anecdote. Uh, But where are we on racism, Eric Adams? Where are we on racism? Amazing. This guy goes to the uh, anti-Semitism prevention seminar. But what about the racism seminar, the racism that he exhibits against white
2: people?
1: Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers'
2: ass, man. I was unbelievable.
0: Yesterday, we told you he got rid of a white police chief because we believe because he was white. Today, three more, three more have been told to retire. He does have a problem with white people, especially white cops. He said it himself. When we come back, why would Joe Biden not let go of the French president's hand? There he is trying to, uh, you know, let's wrap up this handshake. Uh, Joe's not having it. It went on and on and on and on. We'll be right back. Have you seen this? A parking authority officer in Philadelphia, a guy comes up behind him and shoots him in the head multiple times. It's tough to watch. He's about to get shot. Be careful. Yep. And he goes down. Now, fortunately, this guy is still alive. It happened last Friday. Uh, They have no suspect in custody at this point. Uh, It's possible that he was confused for a police officer. I do believe that's what happened, and I also believe, I know, in fact, that more police are being killed uh, than we've seen in many, many years in this country, and I believe it's because of scenes like this, the justification and glorification of disrespect and even attempted humiliation of law enforcement and the glorification of the Black Lives Matter riots in the summer of 2020 and beyond. And the complete celebration and endorsement of these events by people like the Democrats in Congress, right? I mean, this was all beautiful. And then the complete whitewash of uh, anything bad that happened by essentially everybody in power, from the media to Congress to even the military. The freedoms guaranteed to us in the Constitution allow people to demand change, just as the peaceful protesters are doing all across the country. And this.
1: I also spoke to Gianna, George's young daughter again. When I met her last year, I've said this before, at George's funeral, I told her how brave I thought she was. And I sort of knelt down to hold her hand. I said, Daddy's looking down on you, he's so proud. She said to me then, I'll never forget it, Daddy changed the world. I told her this afternoon that he did change the world.
0: For the worse, in almost every respect, for the worse. Joe Biden at the White House today, hosting the president of France, Emmanuel Macron. These guys uh, got along really well, it looks like, but Macron definitely has some concerns about uh, Joe Biden. Now, outside, when they came together for the first time, The handshake is what got my attention. All right, now, can we go to the outside handshake? Now, watch this. Turn up the volume, if you would nous affronterons l'avenir comme nous l'avons toujours fait confiants dans nos capacités communes soutenus par la force de nos valeurs partagées sans se laisser décourager par les défis qui nous attendent et les liens que nous construisons aujourd'hui permettront à notre alliance de continuer à prospérer et à s'en renforcer Bienvenue à nouveau, Monsieur le Président, et à la délégation française. Now Macron can't understand it. He can't, like, Joe Biden has missed all of the obvious social cues to drop his hand. <laughs> he tries it again and finally, finally, finally release. Phew. Sorry about that uh, to the French president. Ooh, also this, January
2: 6th. <laughs>
1: Do you want your house back?
0: Take it! So we demand answers into what happened. Uh, I wasn't that confident we'd get them ever. But Speaker McCarthy, is he going to be speaker? He's not speaker yet. It looks like he's going to get the job. I'm impressed by this. I am, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not impressed with what happened during the midterms. And I think he bears a lot of responsibility. But he sent a letter to the co-chair of the uh, January 6th committee. And here's what he said. On January 3rd, 2023, your work as chairman of the Select Committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol will come to an end. I like that. It's almost like he's firing him. Uh, For those reasons, I remind you and the committee to preserve all records collected and transcripts of testimony taken during your investigation. Also, you've spent a year and a half and millions of taxpayers' dollars conducting this investigation. Uh, it is imperative that all information collected be preserved, not just for institutional prerogatives, but for transparency to the American people. I like it. Oh, also, although your committee's public hearings did not focus on why the Capitol complex was not secure on January 6, 2021, the Republican majority will hold hearings that do so. Awesome. The American people have a right to know that the allegations you have made are supported by the facts and to be able to view the transcripts. Kevin McCarthy, I'm impressed. And of course, I know you will get to the bottom of what happened to Ashley Babbitt and why those cops just walked away just before leaving her. <laughs> it's, cra- it's crazy what happened. We demand to know what happened. And you've got you've to ask some questions of that Michael Byrd, the cop who shot her. We'll be right back. When I was 13, 14 years old, somebody gave me a pair of Jordache jeans. Remember those uh, with the label on the rear end? It was very edgy. That was very flashy to have the, the label of your clothes right on the clothes, even though it was very, very small, like a piece of gum. I didn't like them, by the way. But uh, small labels, that's so 1980. I mean, you got to go big. You got to have your label, especially if it's expensive clothes, all over the place. This is a jacket from Balenciaga. Are you familiar? It is a ultra high-end luxury brand that celebrities love. Extremely expensive stuff. And they had recently a disgusting ad campaign that you're probably familiar with. It was sexualizing children it seemed to be glorifying believe it or not child pornography and it's interesting the the sophisticates of the world they said they were actually angry at conservatives for not getting it take a look at this right up in the new york times uh the release of two new campaigns by valenciaga has taken the public opprobrium to a new level again they're kind of myth that we don't get it one campaign featured photos of children clutching handbags that looked like teddy bears in bondage gear. That's pretty intense, by the way. Another campaign featured photos that included paperwork about child pornography laws. The New York Times went on to lament, lament that conservatives were angry about this and conducted a sustained media campaign, and now Balenciaga is apologizing all over the place. For more on this uh, pretty sordid story, let's bring in Bianca De La Garza, one of our favorites here at Newsmax. She anchors the New Time Show, and uh, you can see her uh, throughout the day. Bianca, welcome. How are you?
1: I'm good. Yeah, Jordan, Ash, and members only. Those were simpler times, Greg, but we're dating ourselves. I know that. Let's yeah, get no- to it, you know.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes, I do remember members only as well.
1: (laughs) I do. Unfortunately, it feels like a long time ago. You know, we're talking about Balenciaga, and you're right. If they thought an apology and this lawsuit against their production company would sort of, you know, quell the controversy, they are dead wrong. In fact, things are just getting louder and uglier for this luxury brand. You know, country star Jason Aldean, well, his wife is joining into the social media backlash. Look at her. She's throwing out her husband. price luxury items there saying it's time to take the trash out she's not the only one folks there's been social media videos all over this one got like 11 million views people are cutting up the items that they once paid so much just to get and now tonight a song is trending a christian rapper by the name of bryson gray take a listen to what he wrote God they he trying to cancel me I don't care nada I see yeah playing keys just to run up commas brand keep going on Balenciaga yes that is his lyrics you know it's interesting, though, a striking contrast when you see big stars like Nicole Kidman, her Instagram post for her Balenciaga campaign that's just being released, still up, no comments. She is silent. You know, in the past, we could see a lot of high fashion brands. that would like to hide behind arguments of, you know, this is just artistic expression to blur the lines. But normalizing things like this, which many say is child exploitation, is not going to go unnoticed. You're not going to come after our kids. Look at these ads here. And those bears, you see one is dressed in kink but look at this one we have to point out a panda bear some say this is really a nod to what's called raccoon eyes which in uh, sadly the medical community is when child abuse is noted by doctors children often have bruising around their eyes now balenciaga did pull the ads they have apologized saying that the bears should not have been featured with the bags and the children But it wasn't just the bags and the bears. Yes, a Supreme Court ruling on child porn was also tucked into one of their ads for a handbag here, the SCOTUS piece there, part of a set design. Now, please explain that, right? The company issued a second apology stating, well, there were some items on set they say were not approved, but many are saying they don't believe it. It's hard to believe a 41-year-old creative director by the name of Demna is not signing off on this or someone at the top of Balenciaga. Now, still, Balenciaga said they would follow lawsuit. And in fact, they have $25 million against the production house that they hired and the set designer there. So while this court case may take a little while to play out in court for the holiday season, it is definitely out of fashion. We saw their London flagship store get uh, attacked by a street artist. Demna here is the 41-year-old creative director. And some say this has gone just way too far. Maybe people were afraid to speak up, but no longer. On that flagship store in London, Greg, they spray painted the word Hedophilia for the whole world to see. So we'll watch the court case, but it does seem like in the court of public opinion, Balenciaga has made a big faux pas. And when you come after the kids, it's not going to go unnoticed.
0: Wow. Uh, Well, Bianca, thank you so much. You know, it's not new, though, that fashion, high end fashion, should pull these kinds of weird sexualized things regarding children. I want to show you an ad. I remember where I was, it was in North Carolina in the Marine Corps. It was in 1995, and this thing came on TV, and I almost called the police. It was so weird. Take a
1: look. Pretty blue eyes. Thanks. Where'd you get them from? I don't know. What's your name? Brandon. How old are you? 20. Where are you from? Kentucky. Kentucky? Yes. Well, that's where you got the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. What are you wearing?
0: Pardon? What are you wearing? Short shorts
2: fit real well. Thanks. Uh-huh.
0: Uh. The guy off camera. It was just beyond. Any any idea what it is about this industry, and they go in this direction not once, not twice, but you know, throughout history.
1: Super provocative ad there, Greg, that you point out. And, you know, there's the sad, uh, ugly side where people who want to be famous may allow themselves to get into these compromising situations. We've seen it also with the famous casting coach in Hollywood here. But I do want to point out, this was 1995. That guy... He's old enough to vote. He's old enough to, you know, serve in the military. We're talking about kids in Balenciaga ads who look like they just got off diapers and were on the playground just hours before they stepped into this photo shoot. So you have to wonder if the pendulum is swinging here and they're trying to normalize this, how much further can it go? And as a mom, I'm completely outraged that bigger names aren't doing more with their platforms, that they have been so blessed to be granted.
0: I know what you mean about the 20-year-old thing, but it's a basement. There's an older man there, and in this next one, the kid looks even younger. I don't think they actually establish his age, and uh, it gets even weirder. Take a look.
2: Go ahead. Show me what you can do. I'm not sure what to do. What do you do when you just stand around
0: and you hear a good song on the radio? I, uh, Or CD.
2: I march. I mosh. I, like, run around the room. You march? Yeah, mosh. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty good mush
1: (laughs) Available at Macy's and Bloomingdale's by the way
0: I don't know. uh, I noticed
1: that, too. And the subliminal that you said, it is in a basement here. Like, no one's supposed to see it. And it's shot really grainy as if it's someone's uh, home camera. There definitely was a a double entendre there. And, you know, seeing uh, how far it's gone, though, you wonder, you know, where is this kid? What does he feel like now? He's been taken advantage of. I've never seen him on any big campaign after this. Uh So, unfortunately, in the modeling industry, in Hollywood, they do use people as commodities. But Balenciaga using children to push some really kinky, kinky bags is just really now at the point, Greg, where people are saying we have to step in. We have to say enough is enough. These kids cannot be used in this manner.
0: I wonder uh, if Balenciaga survives this. Uh, my life will be fine. I guess there are some people who will might lose jobs. I, I don't want anybody to lose their job except those kinds of jobs. All right, Bianca, we appreciate it so much. Bianca Della Garza. Check her out. Oh, and check her out on Twitter at Bianca DL Garza. Thank you very much and we'll be right
1: That's back. That's me. Let's rock those members only, Greg.
0: So there are giddy rhino republicans and uh, liberal democrats all over the country who think that Donald Trump you can count him out because of this lunch with Kanye West. The whole thing I believe was a setup. And uh, it will not stop Donald Trump. But there are people out there, they they hear vibrations of this, and they're, they're absolutely horrified. So many people are horrified because of what the fake news tells them, and the fake news often lies. This is one of the classic ones. This is during the campaign of 2016. Maybe you saw the report. Donald Trump's worst offense, mocking disabled reporter. Oh, everybody was horrified. How could he do such a thing? How could he make fun of somebody like that? Well... That was the lie, but the truth was something entirely different, and it actually set our next guest free, Brandon Strock, of course, the founder of the Walk Away Campaign, political activist and commentator, an all round great guy. And you know what, Brandon? I mean, right? That moment, we'll, we'll play it in a moment. You were set free, but it took a lie to set you up for that freedom.
2: That's true. Yeah, that was actually the moment that began the whole journey for me to walk away. And and when somebody reached out to me years ago and sent me that clip debunking the Trump mocked the disabled reporter, I actually had to watch it three or four times before I was able to actually process that the media had been lying to me. It wasn't true. That was a false uh, fake news narrative that was being put out really by CNN and and company. And, um, yeah, that was that was the beginning for me. Tell us a little bit about what your, you know, your outlook was in uh, in the years that year
0: and prior. You know, who were you politically and uh, what was your media diet? And you assumed, I guess, that you were being told the truth, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So I was I was a lifelong Democrat Party voter. Uh, my, my media diet consisted of CNN, Huffington Post, MSNBC, the New York Times, BuzzFeed, Vice. These are media sources that I trusted. To I thought that they were uh, providing dependable, reliable information. I thought that they were uh, looking out for marginalized minority communities and giving me real honest news and actually giving me warnings of what my political enemies, a.k.a. the Republican Party, a.k.a. Donald Trump, uh, et cetera were up to and the ways in which they were trying to hurt people. That's why I became so enraged when I discovered that the media was actually lying to me. The media that I trusted, the media that I thought had my back, was actually manipulative, duplicitous, and really propagandizing for the Democrat Party and trying to control people through fear and and false narratives, like the disabled reporter and and so many other things. And that realization was, was a real betrayal for me. And that was the reason why, ultimately, I couldn't have any part of it anymore. And I think that that's happening to so many other people in this country. I think it's been happening for years. We saw that in the walkaway testimonials up until now. And I think we're going to continue to see it for the next few years going into 2024.
0: Now, here's the moment. And this is smoking
2: gun proof
0: of the media's duplicity and outright dishonesty. This is 2015, early in the campaign. And we have, a, we have it all set up here, ABC News. And this is how it was reported. Donald Trump had a beef with the reporter. And he uh, well, take a look.
2: The Republican frontrunner at a rally in South Carolina this week appearing to mock a journalist who is disabled. Oh, and now the poor guy, you got to see this guy. Oh, uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. That reporter? The New York Times' is Serge Kovaleski, who has a chronic condition affecting his joints that limits flexibility in his arms. On Thanksgiving, Trump tweeting, I do not know the reporter for The New York Times or what he looks like. I was showing a person groveling to take back a statement made long ago. The New York Times saying, We're outraged that he would ridicule the physical appearance of one of our reporters.
0: Wow. And and lots of people were horrified. I mean, how could he do such a thing? It sounds absolutely terrible. Of course, we're about to tell everybody the truth. First of all, did you do you remember that specific report? Did you react before you found out the truth? What did that make a big impact on you when Donald Trump was alleged to have done that?
2: I'll never forget it. I remember being on the treadmill at the gym with them showing CNN in front of me and the they, they froze a picture of him, Donald Trump, while he was in the middle of doing this. Uh, they froze it while he was kind of like this. And they put the pictures side by side with the headline that said Trump mocks disabled reporter. And I remember feeling actually sick to my stomach. I remember thinking it was the most repugnant, repellent, disgusting thing I'd ever seen a politician do or ever heard of somebody doing on the political stage. And then I started seeing how his supporters we continuing to support him. And I just I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand what was going on with the heart and soul of people in America that they were willing to go along with this. And it wasn't actually until after he was elected that I found out the truth about that moment, that it was the media that was lying to me. It was that all the duplicitousness and the, and the repugnance and at all of those things that I was feeling were apt. It's just that Donald Trump wasn't the problem. CNN was the problem. MSNBC were the problem. The people who created and propagated the lies were the problem. So you put out a video for the
0: away campaign and you summarized it very beautifully and you, talk, you showed images that prove Donald Trump did that routine whenever he was kind of referring to somebody uh-uh, who's flustered because he got caught in a lie. And let's right. go ahead. This is uh, produced by Brandon Strock, and It inspired a lot of people. Take a look. In
2: 2016, I voted for Hillary Clinton. When Trump won the election, I was confused and outraged. How could half the country support someone so unfit, so unsound, and so morally objectionable? In January of 2017, I bitterly proclaimed on social media I would never be able to understand how anyone could vote for a man who stood before a cheering crowd and mocked a reporter's disability. And that's when somebody sent me this.
0: I mentioned the word regulated. Uh, what do you think about ISIS? Oh, ISIS is very dumb. They said, Senator Cruz, what do you think of waterboarding? Oh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. You know, he didn't, he didn't want to talk about waterboarding. Written by a nice reporter.
2: Now the poor guy, you gotta see this guy. Oh, uh, I don't know what I said. Uh, I don't remember. Doing a comical imitation of somebody getting flustered after being called out for being dishonest and mocking someone's disability is a very important distinction to intentionally mislead the public into believing something terrible and sinister took place, something that strikes a blow straight into the heart of what we consider to be common civility and the basic standards of decency is reprehensible. To purposely invoke racism, homophobia, bigotry, and falsely assign these emotionally charged accusations to people in situations where they do not belong simply to control your thinking is criminal. Wow.
0: I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know if you believe in God, but he can take a lie and, 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 and provide the truth through that lie. It's an amazing video. And I actually remember where I was when I saw that video. And I was like, huh, wow. Uh, well done. Well done.
2: Thank you. Uh, at the time that I put that video out, President Trump actually retweeted it, which helped you know it get a lot of generation. And I just want to say, you know, going in the next couple of years, these things are going to continue to happen. The media is not going to leave him alone. They're not going to stop badgering him. And I really hope uh, that President Trump has some good people on his team that are uh, that are debunking these things. I mean, it's uh, I shouldn't be the one having to do this, but uh, I hope he gets in touch with me because I want to help him out.
0: Do me a favor, Brandon. we got a little bit more time. I want you to stick around uh, and find out a little bit more about your evolution and what comes next. We'll be right back with Brandon Schrock.
2: Greta Van Susteren is back. She's on Newsmax, giving you the really big stories without
0: the spin. Watch the record with Greta Van Susteren. She's smart, tough, and always fair. Don't miss Greta's new show. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, Kanye West under that. Sock, stocking, ski mask. I don't know what it is. He was spouting horrible, horrible anti-Semitic things, praising Hitler. Uh, But somehow this is Trump's fault. Somehow, again, this is Trump's fault, and he's the one to be discredited. I feel Brandon Strzok joins us once again, the founder of the Walk Away Campaign, political activist and commentator. It's not directly kind of comparable to uh, the situation with the reporter and Trump allegedly imitating him. But there's something here. Before we go through it, (laughs) they're trying again to besmirch Trump to stop him. This is their latest trick. I don't think it's going to work.
2: No. And this I mean, it's it's the same tactic all over again, which is trying to attack uh, the moral character of their target or their opponent. Uh, That's what they did trying to say this is somebody who's capable of mocking a reporter's disability. They're constantly trying to call Donald Trump. Uh, a racist, a bigot. Now they're calling him an anti-Semite, despite the fact that his daughter, I believe, is converted to Judaism and that his grandchildren are Jewish and and that uh, Donald Trump has been one of the most uh, pro-Israel, pro-Jewish presidents that we ever had. Uh, But again and again, this is what they're going to try to do. And it's really about inflaming uh, the sensibilities of their base. People on the left are extremely triggered by social injustices or what they perceive to be social injustices. It takes very little to trigger them if you tell them uh, somebody's engaged in acts of racism and bigotry, homophobia, transphobia, etc. What we know about this uh, dinner that happened at Mar-a-Lago was that Trump invited Kanye West to have a dinner. The two of them have known each other for a long time. Kanye had told President Trump that he had something to talk with him about and ended up springing a couple of guests on him. Next thing we know, somehow Donald Trump is responsible for some anti-Semitic behavior of one of the guests at the table who he didn't even know. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's, this is a tactic they're going to continue to use again and again and again. It's getting exhausting, actually. The,
0: the, nobody really knows who Nick Fuentes is or cares, and I think we accept that, yes, he was there by accident. But Kanye, you know, how about this? And what does it say about America right now? We deplore, of course, anti-Semitism is horrible, but when you look at this guy, This is obviously a mental health situation, and there are plenty of headlines documenting his uh, decline. Back in February, it came out that, yes, he's bipolar. And I think Kim Kardashian stepped forward and said, please have compassion uh, for my husband as he and we go through this terrible uh, illness, mental illness. And now... Everyone is out to cancel him. Look, I, I think, quite frankly, you can have empathy and compassion for a guy like Kanye West and still decry anti-Semitism because he's sick. And therefore, maybe it makes him slightly less responsible for the horrible junk that's coming out of his mouth.
2: Well, I think that we uh, anyone who identifies as a Republican, as I do, uh We need to be a lot more discerning about who we lift up to be voices of our movement. And I think that there's a little bit of a desperation on the side of Republicans to, A, have prominent black voices, and B, have prominent celebrity voices. And so when you've got a rapper like Kanye West, I mean, it's interesting to me that Republicans, conservatives so often will go on saying, you know, to Hollywood celebrities or people in the entertainment industry, they say, you know, just shut your mouth, just sing, just act, just do. We don't want to hear about your politics. But the moment that somebody in the entertainment industry starts saying something pro-Trump or pro-MAGA, everyone in the conservative movement wants to stick a microphone in front of their mouth. And I think sometimes we need to do a little more thinking about who it is exactly that we're lifting up and giving that microphone to, because it's clear to see in certain instances there are people who are not exactly well, not exactly the best representations that we want out there representing the MAGA movement. And just because Kanye West happens to be a famous rapper and somebody in the entertainment industry doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the, be- the best spokesperson for the America First movement.
0: You're right about that. You know, we are kind of uh, celebrity starved, uh, starved on the right. They don't, they don't yeah. find us cool. They don't want to hang with us. But when one of them expresses some... We, we overreact. We overreact. Yes. All right. So, listen, you've had a hell of a past two years. Uh, <laughs> I think you got really unfairly persecuted regarding uh, events in uh, Washington in January 2021.
2: How are things going? What's next for you? Things are going great, honestly, and I'm really excited now for what's coming next. I've been talking for quite some time about the impending launch of Walkaway Social, the social media platform for Walkaway Campaign that's going to replace the testimonial group that was taken down. Facebook banned the walkaway campaign shortly after January 6, 2021, which honestly had nothing to do with the fact that I was present in D.C. on January 6. It was the same day they started mass banning all conservative accounts, including Donald Trump's. But we lost hundreds of thousands of people in the movement and the testimonials, tens of thousands of testimonials. And so uh, my team and I decided to build our own social media platform, which we're going to be launching within i'd say by the end of the year or early january uh but it's we're we're at the very end of the road now we're just building the mobile app they're going to go into the app stores and we're ready to go so i'm this is honestly i think the most exciting part of the walkaway journey is just about to come love it love it walkawaycampaign.com
0: check it out brandon Strock, thank you so much we're out of time thank you very much and we'll see you tomorrow